Hey, this is Kevin. Welcome to the table this week. Today, me and my wife, Carissa, are going to discuss praying for a spouse and dealing with anxiety. Thanks for joining us at the table today. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy. Well, hey guys, welcome back to the table today. I'm here with my wife, Carissa, and we've got a good question today from a listener. I'm going to let Carissa go over the question, and we'll jump right into it. So, this morning, it's really not a question. It was more just kind of a topic, and it just said um, praying for anxiety and a future spouse. So, um, I'm assuming whoever wrote it in is probably single and looking, waiting, praying um, for a spouse and a family. And so, um, we're just kind of going to go over that and hit up with a couple Bible verses and our thoughts on what you should do while in the waiting. Yeah, you know, for some reason I picture this being a female, but the truth is it could very well be a male. And I want to start out by saying, hey, I know exactly, exactly what it's like. I was not married. I guess we were probably 28 when I was married. We weren't 28. Well, I was 28 <laughs> when we got married. So listen, I, I could kind of relate with this. I know really what it's like to watch all your friends get married. I know what it's like to watch your very close family get married. I know what it's like to watch people get married for the wrong reasons. And then your thought, you're trying to live a Christian life. You're doing everything right. And you're, you you just go to God and you're like, Lord, what's going on? How long? When is it going to be my turn? And, uh, you know, it's hard. I know exactly what that's like. So I want to tell you that I relate with you very well. And I'll try to help you with what I did, how I got through it. Um, but first I'll ask Carissa, is there anything you want to say? You didn't wait as long as I did. No, you were, so you were very yeah, he says, me. <laughs> says we're 28. No, I wasn't even 21 years old yet. I was, um, 20 when we got married. We started dating when I was 19. Um, so I was young. I really didn't wait, um, very long after high school. I mean, I graduated high school in, uh, June of 2010 we were engaged in September of 2010, and then we were married in um, April of 2011. And so this last week was 10 years for us. So, um, yeah, I really didn't have to wait very long. But um, I'll also say, you know, I have kind of a different take because I, I was not a Christian while I waited. So, <laughs> I kind of, you know, looking back now, I just didn't have the time, the chance to pray and wait and hope upon the Lord for him to answer my prayers. Kevin did. So I think he would be, he has a little bit more advice on how to follow that and what you should do. But um, when I did now, now being a Christian, when I um think about this and what kind of off- advice I would offer somebody, you know, I just kind of thought about, um, in Matthew 6, verse 33, he says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and these things should be added to you. And it is talking about, in verse 31, about like worrying about what we should eat and clothes, uh, what should we wear, you know, um, things like that. But I think that this verse would be pretty applicable in about anything. If you were seeking God's kingdom first and his will, you know, when he tells us to pray, he says, to pray your kingdom come your will be done so if you are praying those things um it's not saying he's gonna answer 
you with a spouse or um, right then or in 10 years or ever, you know, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying whatever his will is will happen, I guess. Yeah, and look, I, I want to take this as an opportunity to reinforce there is nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with being single. Sometimes we get the idea, well, you know, marriage is encouraged in the Bible, and that's true. Uh, but I would just reiterate some of the most best people in the Bible, not I guess I shouldn't say best people, most influential people in the Bible, including Jesus himself, was not married. Uh, Jesus was 33 when he died, was never married. Uh, Jeremiah, somebody I think of as the weeping prophet. I mean, Jeremiah probably wanted to be married. He wanted to have a family, but that didn't happen for him. Uh, out of the disciples, we know Peter was married, but we don't know about the other ones. And Paul, my understanding, Paul was married, but we read in 1 Corinthians 7, he says, to the unmarried and to the widows, it's good for them that they remain even as I am, that he was single. He wanted the Corinthians to remain single. You can do great things being single. So don't feel bad being single. A single adult ministry is one of the best things you can do. Take this time as you're single and enjoy it. Embrace it. And don't think something's wrong with you for being single. Yeah, not I'm, we're not knocking marriage, and we're definitely not saying, you know, if you're single, it's not God's will for you to be with somebody, or that He won't answer your prayer. That's not what I was saying when I'm when I was talking about uh, Matthew six. I'm just saying, you know, pray that your heart would align to God's and whatever His will is and His timing. You know, we read so many verses about His timing is not our timing, and um delighting in the Lord and him lean on on your own understanding he will give you the desires of your heart so those verses are talking about praying for your heart to align with God and remaining faithful to him and so that he can bless you yeah um just a couple last things that that I'll say about marriage I'm going to tell my kids this and be very clear about this it is better trust me it is far better to wait 10 years 20 years for the right one than to marry the wrong one right off the bat. Don't do that. Don't don't just get married to have a ring on your finger for a status symbol because I see it all the time. Divorce is so prevalent in our society, and I just really wonder how many of them got married for the wrong reasons, got married, you know, because they were at an age that, hey, well, my friends are getting married, so it's my turn to get married. Don't do that. Yeah, and don't, don't I mean, definitely hold a future spouse like set expectations but set biblical realistic expectations for this person no they are not going to be perfect but if you can look and find biblical characteristics about that person you know that's a great place to start but if they don't hold those values i would really pray about yeah, that relationship yeah. well, don't jump into it when the Bible says, I think it's once again in Corinthians, where it says, don't be unequally yoked, it was talking about Christians and Christians. And you're on the right track. The question was about praying for a future spouse. Now, let me tell you what I did. I did pray earnestly for a future spouse. And my parents told me that they prayed fervently for my future spouse. But I kind of changed my prayer halfway through that. I was always praying about me whenever I was single, but I changed that up close to before me and Carissa got married, 
And I said, Lord, you know what? Why don't you send me to somebody? You know, I've been praying for somebody to come to me, but if it's your will, why don't you send me to somebody? Somebody out there is praying for a spouse too, so so send me to somebody. And uh, it wasn't it wasn't very long after that 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 God did send me to somebody. Had to go to Seattle, almost two thousand miles away. But you know what? When when it's God's will, when it's God's time, it'll happen. And if not, if not, if God intends for you to be single, that is perfectly fine too. Um, Jesus even made a comment about eunuchs, you know, that some people just aren't meant to be married. And you know what? Don't don't go down that path because everybody else is. Go down that path because that's what you want, male or female. If you're a guy writing, well, then pray for your future spouse. If you're a girl writing, same thing. And uh, just pray to be in the God's, God's will, like Carissa said. And it's never too late, you know. Maybe you're sitting here listening to this and you think, well, I haven't been praying for a spouse, you know, I've just been sitting there wishing and hoping and waiting, you know, start today, start right now, um, you know, praying, asking God to please answer your prayer. But of course, in his time, his will, um, yeah, uh, one last thing, I just thought about this. If you're listening and you're from our church, you'll know the name, but, uh, there was a man in our church. Everybody knew him as Paul Albert. He was an old bachelor. He was not married until I think he was in his eighties. Maybe if not eighties, I'm sure it was seventies. He was old, and then lo and behold, one day he meets the right woman, and then he gets married. Uh, so another example. He never went through a divorce. I mean, sure, it took it took a long time for him to be married, but you know what? He he lived a very long, he happy life. Waited on life, the perfect one, yeah. And it, it worked out for him just fine. So that's all I've got to say about the first part of that topic is about praying for a spouse. Keep praying, keep having faith, uh, and if it's meant to be, it'll be. And you know what? Don't be anxious about it. That's the second part of your question, and we'll talk about that. You have anything else to say about anxiety, or not anxiety, about marriage? No. Okay, so second part of this great, great question is about anxiety. Uh, so first off, I want to say I don't know anybody that does not have anxiety. Um but the Bible does actually address this. It does talk about anxiety. Uh- think that's probably one of satan's probably greatest tools <laughs> yeah is anxiety doubt <laughs> it's uh it's very hard not to be anxious but i believe i believe in philippians and the apostle paul wrote philippians and i think he gives us a very good key to overcoming anxiety now before i read this don't misunderstand me it's possible to have an anxiety disorder and if it's so bad, it's causing you health problems. You know, if it's, you, it might be from from losing somebody close to you. If you need professional help, if you need counseling, please don't misunderstand me. Seek it. Get medicine if you need it. Uh, but, but don't neglect what the Bible says about it. Uh, so what I'll do, I'll read this little passage. In Philippians 4, it begins in verse 6. It says, Be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, 
If there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. What a great, great recipe to find peace and to overcome anxiety. Paul, yeah, and if you read the rest of the verse I did for the husband or spouse, excuse me, that's what it says. It says, seek first the kingdom of God, his righteousness. All these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own thing. Sufficient for today is its own trouble. Um, and that, you know, the same thing, same concept. Um, so it's kind of funny how that worked out. Yeah. I didn't know what verse Kevin was going to come with. <laughs> so I read this, and this is what I take away from it. Instead of thinking about the things you do not have, Instead of thinking about the things that you want, pray for those things, sure. But think about what you do have. Think about the blessings you currently have. Yeah, what is that verse in James? Count it all joy, yeah. brethren, through all trials and tribulations. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it even says to be thankful for your tribulations. So let me just share this. If you're a Christian, and I pray to the Lord you are, if you're a Christian, if all you have is Jesus and all you have is the promise of eternity, you've got somebody who loved you so much that laid down his life for you. Man, think about that. I mean, if that's all you get, isn't that worth it? I mean, Absolutely. That, I mean, man, that takes my anxiety away just thinking about that. Um, and you know, before I was married, I, I can only use me as an example because I don't know your situation and maybe you don't have the same things I have. But when I think about my life before I was married, yeah, I didn't have a spouse, but I had parents that loved me. I had a church family that loved me. I had a job that I loved. I had good health. I had a relationship with Jesus. I had so many things that, that were true, that were wonderful. And when I think about those things, even today, now that I'm married, I've got two beautiful children. I've got a wife. I've got uh, a job that I love. And sure, I have things that cause me anxiety. And something happened today that causes me anxiety. But according to Paul, if I want the peace of God to be with me, I need to meditate to take time and think about the, the blessings that I have and and guard my hearts and mind and mind through Christ Jesus. Yeah, and when those things happen, like yeah, they hurt us, but pray that the Lord would reveal what, you know, reveal a greater understanding through it and that you will come out of that trial and anxiety or whatever's going on with a greater understanding and say hey this was a lesson learned how can I do better um what can I learn what can God teach me so instead of just going through and wallowing and you know bawling and wondering why me Lord just say why not me what can yeah, I learn that's a good point not why me but why not I mean why me but why not me what can I learn how can I grow and how can I persevere through this and that way next time you're better equipped you know you're ready to um fight off those feelings um you know we should be reading and meditating on the word daily if we're not in our Bibles and knowing what it is and what he says to us, you know, I was just listening to a podcast yesterday and he made a comment I thought was so good. Um, he said, how did he say it? Something about if we're, um, we don't know the scriptures, you know, we're sitting there, we're waiting to hear from the Lord. Well, what's the best way to hear from the Lord? Open our Bibles. 
And he said, you want to hear an audible voice from the Lord? Then read your scriptures out loud. <laughs> and I laughed, you know, it's kind of a joke, but gosh, how true. Like, open your Bible and pray those scriptures and pray them out loud and pray them fervently and fight off the devil with the word of God. That's what Ephesians tells us, you know. Fight the fiery darts of the evil one. Do it with the word of God and use your um, shield and all the armor that he gives us. And maybe we should do the, go through the armor of God on another podcast. Um, I think that's so important for all of us to know these days. So um, just, you know, get in the word and so that you can fight against those temptations and those thoughts that the devil is throwing at you. Yeah, um... One last thing that I'll share that you need to ask yourself is what exactly is keeping you from meditating on these things? You know, usually there's something that is preventing you from doing these things. So uh, if it's from watching too much Netflix, spending too much time on social media, listen, I'll be honest, you know, not so much when I was single, but whenever me and Carissa were waiting to have children and praying for that. I had to get off of social media. And at one point, I absolutely blocked people who were always posting about their children because that was having my mind on things that I did not have and want. So take control. And what is preventing you from meditating on the things that are good in your life? If it's social media, get off of it. If it's a friend, then keep your distance. You know, that sort of thing. And, uh, Doing, taking these steps, you will be able to better meditate on the things that are true, and you will be able to overcome anxiety. I really believe it. And yeah, uh, I, I quote this verse a lot, um, probably in every other podcast, but, you know, Romans tells us, be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So, how do we renew them? Stay in the Word so we can continuously glean and get the information that He has given us. And His words are true. There's no errors. And so, just renew your minds daily. Um, Stay in the Word. You know, even if it's just getting up and devoting the first five minutes of your day. And then praying and saying, thank you, Lord. And (coughs) let's block out these thoughts of anxiety and just persevere through. Yep. So... That's about all I've got to say. That's what helps me. That's what has helped me. Just a quick review. Nothing, 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 nothing wrong with being single. Enjoy this time being single. Don't go for the wrong one. Wait for the right one and embrace your singleness. Dealing with anxiety, think about the blessings you have instead of thinking about the things that you don't have. And for goodness sakes, if you need professional help, reach out and find it. Um, yeah, so if you're sitting here listening to this, um, maybe you need a, a a Christian counselor or pastor to talk to, reach out. Um, if not us or Kevin or whoever, we can, there's so many resources available through, um, you know, just even our church association that we can connect you to, um, that you can reach out to and have counselors and therapists and things like that. Yeah, uh, but hopefully, hopefully, uh, hopefully this has helped you. Yeah, and get in. You know, if you're not attending church, attend a church. You can have a support system, um, believers that are lifting you up, and you know, constantly helping feed into the. Um, 
Christian yeah, Christian what, support into at, your at life. Our, at our church, we have a college and career class, and that is made up of, yeah, everybody in that church is young single adults. So if you were a part of that group, man, you would be lifted up by by other ones. Uh, so I would I would get plugged in with other people that are in the same situation with you, and that would be a good place to start. Just some ideas. Look, I hope this helps. And uh, if you need prayer, reach out, and I'll pray with you. I'll pray for you. Carissa would too. Um, and if you think this could help somebody, share it with them. All right. Y'all have a blessed day. See you next week. Thanks for listening, and thanks for coming to the table today. If you think this could help somebody, why don't you send it to them? We wish you would subscribe to this podcast. That helps more people find it. And we look forward to coming to the table next week and addressing another question. Have a wonderful week.